0: Hi, this is Sammy Smiles, and I'm your host, Sammy Vance. This podcast is sure to leave you inspired and with a smile. Now let's get right into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of Sammy Smiles. I'm your host, Sammy Vance, and today we have the amazing amazing Asha Curran, if I said that right. Okay,
1: perfectly. Yay, thank you.
0: She is the CEO of Giving Tuesday, the global generosity movement. I am lucky to be a part of the Giving Tuesday leadership team and have been a part of Giving Tuesday, Spark specifically, for I think over two and a half years now, which is really cool. So uh, the official Giving Tuesday takes place once a year, and it's on November 30th this year. But I think that it's really important to give every day. So every day can be like a Giving Tuesday. Uh, so, Asha, thank you so much for being here.
1: Sammy, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you. Yeah. So I love this quote. Sorry. I love this quote that you said in Thrive article. You say, I see Giving Tuesday's impact in a much broader and deeper sense. Giving Tuesday, like almost all social movements, is a space of radical imagination, a place where we can come together and collectively imagine an entirely different uh, world, one that we want, but that doesn't exist yet. It is the place to imagine a world where the value of generosity drives everything from uh, the interactions we have with friends and strangers every day to the way we run our businesses to the civic uh, to the civic spaces that, uh, we build to inhabit. And together, the uh, the policies and implements um, sorry, the policies implemented by governments, it's the place to imagine the world. It's also a vehicle to get us there. So can you tell the listeners about Giving Tuesday and how it came to be?
1: Sure. So it is, it's really exciting because this is the 10th year of Giving Tuesday. And uh, that means that, that it started in 2012. And at that time, I was working at a big um, institution, a a community center in New York. Um, And Giving Tuesday started there. And we lived there for about six years, first six years of Giving Tuesday. Um, And it was just a really simple idea, Sammy. It was a, a day to give following the days of Black Friday and Cyber Monday. So you can tell that a lot has changed, right? Because now, as you know, Giving Tuesday is so global that we don't really talk about Black Friday and Cyber Monday so much anymore, because that just doesn't exist everywhere in the world. And certainly Thanksgiving doesn't. But in the beginning, that was really the idea. And so we put it out into the world and um, and people just really loved it. You know, Young people and old people and nonprofit people and um, businesses and families and, and houses of worship and So we really started to see a much broader possibility for it. Um, And then it started to cross borders and grow. And now it's in 80 countries, including the United States. And just Uh in the past couple of weeks, we've welcomed Nepal and Greece and South Sudan. And we're very soon going to welcome Peru. So I think the amazing thing about it to me is that it really shows us how universal a value generosity is, right? That it's it it can be shown by and it can impact um, every everyone, every community on earth.
0: That's amazing. 80 countries, 80 countries. Wow, that that just says a lot, and that's amazing. I think it definitely deserves to be spread that far, and yeah, it just shows that giving can be something done uh, throughout the whole world and every day. I love it. Yeah. Generosity. Every day. Yep. And, the, and
1: one of the best things that has happened has been people like you, young people who want to not just make change, but lead change and encourage other young people to do that too. That's been one of my favorite things to watch.
0: Thank you. Yeah. I love it. I love being a part of Giving Tuesday Sparks where I can connect with other young leaders. I think it's just amazing. And seeing how far Giving Tuesday has come, I, I think that's just awesome. Even just in the two and a half years, you've been part of the family, yeah, it's right? Been, yeah, it's just been a really neat experience. And speaking of that, I have learned so much about different ways to uh, give, being a part of Giving Tuesday for the past two and a half years, I challenged myself to find different ways to give. And I think it's really important for people to realize that you don't have to spend money to give. It can be through like just giving time or something like that, or just simple things. So I even have a chapter in my book uh, called Inspire the World of Kitchen Making a Difference. And the chapter is called Inspiring Through Giving. So, what are some of your favorite ways to give?
1: Oh, I, this is a great question and, and, and you're so right. You know, not the giving money is a great thing. Sorry, my own child is here and making a lot of noise. So I'm letting him know that we're having a podcast right now. Um, so in the beginning, Giving Tuesday was pretty focused on money. It was focused on mainly on donations to nonprofits, or at least that's That's how a lot of the framing happened. And then over the years, I really just learned so much just observing that the ways that people chose to give on Giving Tuesday and and every day in in every sort of way were so much broader than that, right? And so people can um, obviously give in kind, they can give goods, they can give money, they can give time in the sense of volunteering, they can advocate, they're giving their voice. And then I also think that that giving can be, um, generosity can be expressed just in the way we treat other people, right, in terms of um, showing other people kindness every day, of having that in our minds, even when we're hasty or inconvenienced or hurried or distracted, um, to just realize that the, the, the way we behave toward other people has an impact on them. And then, you know, giving back to your community, really looking around your your very local area and just thinking about what you can do to make that community thrive, what you can do to make it better. So I, I have loved, especially during the pandemic, to see people setting up all kinds of ways to help their neighbors feel more taken care of. And that could mean just cooking food. It can mean keeping somebody company, even virtually It can mean being really aware of who in your community might be actually close to crisis and coming together with other neighbors to prevent that from happening. So I love, I love all of those. And certainly all the ways the sparks choose to, to give. I really love creative giving, right? Mm -hmm. I really love when people bring their own voice and their own artistry and their own talents and creativity to the way they, to the way they choose to give. And I think giving can sometimes be seen as a very transactional thing, right? Like I give you a dollar and you give me a candy bar or whatever, like that kind of of transaction. I give a donation, I get a receipt. Mm -hmm. I feel good about myself for a little while, but I think actually that, that you can think about giving in really transformative ways too.
0: Yeah, so hearing that amazing answer, this, um, this question might be a little bit hard, but since you have been a part of the incredible movement, I am sure you have seen some amazing acts of generosity. So uh, can you tell us maybe a few acts that stand out to you?
1: Yeah, sure. There was a group of, um, a group of teenagers in, I think, Kansas City, high schoolers, and their principal really liked the idea of, of Giving Tuesday, and the students did too. And so, what the, they made a say they together created an effort to go out into the community, all the seniors in the high school to go out into the community and just do random acts of kindness around their community for the four Tuesdays leading up to Giving Tuesday. And then on Giving Tuesday itself, the high school donated its space to all the local area nonprofits, and they had a nonprofit fair where all the members of the community could learn about all of the local causes and the local organizations and what they did. And they could make donations, or, or volunteer, or just you know raise their own awareness. I thought that was great. I really love campaigns that happen several times in the run up to Giving Tuesday, and not just mm-hmm. on the day. I also really like collaborations. So I really like when when organizations come together to tell. A larger story about what they do, what their mission is in the world. So there was a campaign that I loved called Giving Zoo Day. I don't know if you've heard of Giving Zoo Day, but Giving Zoo Day was a a really fun play on Giving Tuesday that instead of raising money for just one zoo, was an open invitation to any zoo to take part in telling stories about why, in their view, zoos were important to our communities and our wildlife preservation and our kids and all of that kind of thing. So I really, really like that. And then there was a, um, there was a campaign in Brazil that I thought was just beautiful where, uh, it's, you know, we have community campaigns where towns and cities or small, small, um, small communities or large communities all over the world will do a Giving Tuesday movement that is really like to celebrate their, that particular region of the world or of the country or whatever it is. And a town in Brazil was doing that. And one of the things they were doing was to volunteer at, a, at a, some schools in a very impoverished area. So um, they were painting, planting trees and things like that, really nice. But the kids in the school said that they didn't want to just be the recipients of the charity. They wanted to be the ones to give to. And so they ended up um, doing a whole campaign where they would go to um, a, a local home for the elderly and read poetry to the residents there. I really love that story because I think it's really important from a Giving Tuesday perspective that we don't think of giving as something that happens between somebody or that only happens between somebody who needs something and somebody who has something, but rather that we really embrace the perspective that everybody has something to give and everybody has something that they need. There's not a person in the world who doesn't need some form of generosity and there's not a person in the world who doesn't have some important thing that that they can give.
0: I love that. I think that, yeah, that's amazing. I love the answer and everything about it. I think that's really, and I could go
1: on and on. I could, I could talk for an hour about all the Giving Tuesday campaigns that I've loved.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I wish we had an hour, but we don't. No, no, no. (laughs) Um, So I think that for me, one of the best parts about Giving Tuesday or Giving Tuesday specifically is not um, just the acts of giving, although those are amazing, it's about uh, also about teaming up with others and being able to give and encourage one another. Uh, yeah. This past year I teamed up with two other Spark leaders to help with projects and it was so much fun. One was this uh, spread to and another was uh, to help my fellow Spark, CJ, get a buddy bench in Atlanta. So. You have an amazing team that helps you. Can you tell us a little bit about how uh, through you, um, how even though working like virtually through each other, uh, how you've been able to connect?
1: Yeah, we were actually working virtually even before the pandemic started. We have to work virtually because we are such a global team. So even on our, um, just in our little nonprofit, right, that we think of ourselves as supporting the global movement, which is hundreds and hundreds of leaders just like you all over the world, right? Um, Even just our, our small organization is all over the world, from Hong Kong to Nairobi to um Singapore to India so we we have to be virtual and we managed to be a great team and feel really close to each other I I will be really happy when we can see each other in person again for team meetings but I think just talking a lot communicating a lot um making each other laugh everyone has a great sense of humor we sometimes do things like work on Zoom together, but not talking just to sort of have the feeling of, like you would in an actual office where you're together. But that doesn't always mean that you're in a meeting, but you can just casually say something or, you know, look over at somebody else. And then we have our, our broader community, right? People like you who we think a lot about, right, in the pandemic and not just young people, but but our leaders all over the world who are doing this work and you know it's I'm not telling you anything you don't know Sammy but it's that sense of community that you're describing like when you did that work with CJ or you work with the other Sparks. Giving Tuesday is really all about that sense of community right it's about it's not about just about giving it's about giving together it's about giving collectively and uh when it's 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 hard to feel that sometimes when you when you feel isolated and doing good work doing social change work can be very isolating. And so one of the things that we want to do is to have each person who's in the community doing their own unique work and feel supported in that, but also um, feel that they're really part of, 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 a, of a broader network of people who are there to help them and support them. Sometimes that just means somebody to complain to mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, or somebody to ask questions to or Or even to share things that didn't work is really powerful, Mm -hmm. you know, to, to just be open and transparent about lessons you've learned through experiments that you've done that didn't work out. That is an act of generosity, right? Because sharing a mistake you made with people, with your, with your collective, with your community means that all of those people can skip making that same mistake. So that's actually an incredible gift to give. So we think about our team for sure, Dante and Kat and all the other people mm-hmm. on our, on our team, but we also really consider you and all of the other leaders also part of our team.
0: I love it. Yeah. And I love being a part of Giving Tuesday and everything about it. It's just a really cool, um, a really cool learning opportunity and just opportunity in general. I love it. So, Good. yeah. Uh, this weekend, I'm really excited to have one of the amazing team members, as you mentioned, Kat, who is in charge of social media for Giving Tuesday, and um, I get to interview her when speaking at a group uh, called, or that I co-created called World Changers, and I'm really amazing. excited for that. Yeah, so the theme is kindness, and we will be challenging those and attendance uh, to, um, like, the different ways just to kind of show them the different ways of giving and encouraging them to give as well. It is a virtual event and it will be for girls all around the world. And that's how it has been in the past as well. So it's really cool. And I think it's neat that we have connected with the world. So how many places has Giving Tuesday spread and uh, does any, does everyone do it at the same, like on the same day, like Giving Tuesday specifically?
1: Well, first of all, let me say that sounds, that sounds wonderful. And Kat is great and knows a lot more about social media these days than I do. (laughs) I'm too old to know all to to keep up with everything. Um, So yeah, when, before the pandemic, the last three places that I visited giving Tuesday leaders were Africa, Ukraine, and India can you believe I went all those places in that's one year? Crazy. I can't believe it. That's I, I can't even believe yeah. it. And that's just the last three. There were so many trips even in the in the same year before that. So not traveling is really, really different for me. And the reason that I would go to all those places is because I would learn so much about generosity in different cultures because it really looks very different in different places. You know, we, you and I live in the United States, but, but generosity doesn't look the same as it does in the United States, everywhere else. And in some ways, some people do it a lot better than we do, right? There's just a a culture of giving beyond just donations, right? Which is a culture that you're trying to spread and that I'm trying to spread. And in some places that's much more deeply ingrained in people's communities and cultures. And so I would learn so much about giving and philanthropy and mutual aid and just, the things that the things that people did to run Giving Tuesday in those different countries, the different challenges that they had. So I really miss being able to do that. And when we talk to these new countries like Greece or Nepal, I just think, oh, I hope there's a day that I can really go and see Giving Tuesday in action in those countries. And I really miss doing that. Um, I think I totally forgot your actual question because I went off on a tangent.
0: No, no, yeah. I think that you're pretty much answering the question. Yeah. Am I? Yeah. Am I
1: actually, answering it? I hope
0: so. Yeah, you are, yeah. So.
1: Yeah, it, it's, uh, it has, it has spread a lot of places. And I think it's really important for young people like you to see things on a global scale, you know, and not just from an American perspective um, or from any or from any one country's perspective. And that, and that's one reason that I'm so glad that you're part of Spark, because you you have a, a whole globe of of kids and not just through Spark, obviously through your own work as well, you are building a global network and that, like you're going to be so, uh, you're just going to have such an amazing perspective on the world as you grow up.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I love, I think giving Tuesday definitely helped me with that so much. And um, yeah. So talking about giving Tuesday, November 30th, um, this giving Tuesday, I am holding an initiative that is where I, uh, send smiles to people. So during COVID, I sent smiles to people in, a, in an encouraging letter, just notes hopes to make them smile. So this giving Tuesday, I'm hoping to get a bunch of people on a Zoom and we all write letters to people who need to smile and send smiles as well. I'm really excited. Um, we actually even have a school in Tanzania who's going to be doing it. So how do you really choose excited. the
1: people who get the get the smiles and the letters?
0: Um, so they can uh, it's anyone really it's open to anyone they want uh, anyone so some schools are doing it we're also in, like a video to watch on giving tuesday and other times um maybe they'll make their own smile or they can print off some smiles on the website that they can get so it's open to anyone at all and i'm excited for that so that is amazing thank you yeah what are your giving tuesday plans
1: so I guess this will be my second Giving Tuesday that I spend just here in my own home, which is so strange because I'm used to on Giving Tuesday, our whole team gets together and we basically have like a whole day-long party. We have like a whole day-long celebration where we get reports in from our leaders. So you would report in and we would, you know, make a big deal about what you were doing and um and we celebrate and you know, eat and 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 just have a celebration because. The truth is all the work that you're doing about Giving Tuesday kind of happens before Giving Tuesday itself. And once the day rolls around, well, you've pretty much done all the work to repair for it. So we're going to have our second year where we're, we're, we're not together, probably. Um, I, I, don't, I don't think that that's a good idea yet, but it, but it might be soon. I hope so. And uh, we do interviews with the media. So some, some, you know, I don't know if you know, Karen from our team, she's, um, she handles our PR and our communications. And so she'll set up some interviews and things like that. And then we just hear great stories from all over the world. So all of our 80 countries. Oh, and I remembered your question and my answer to it, which was that um, the one country that does Giving Tuesday on a different day is India oh, okay. because, and they celebrate um, Giving Tuesday in the beginning of October. Because it coincides with what they have, uh, an already established week they have there called Joy of Giving Week, Mm -hmm. which is is celebrated around the birthday of uh, Mahatma Gandhi, who was obviously a great figure for, um, for peace and reconciliation. But that's the only country that does it on a different day so far. And it kind of sets us up for um, a month and a half of getting really excited about giving Tuesday based on whatever they did in India, which is always really beautiful and really meaningful and, um, very community centered in the way that your own work, Sammy is is very community centered. So we'll still do that. We'll still get reports in from all over the world reports in from our spark. We spend the whole day just amplifying great stories. Just like I said, the stories about not just about, um, fundraising success, but about collaboration, about organizations and people reaching out to each other, about things that, 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 you know, bring security and help and healing to the communities. And, and last year doing Giving Tuesday, we saw so much of that. It was people wearing masks, but they were out there doing things to, to help people and to, to help their communities. And it was really wonderful to see.
0: Yeah, I, I love that. And I think, yeah, Giving Tuesday, it's amazing to see the different ways it's like, even though COVID has had a pretty negative impact on a lot of places and everywhere, really, it can be positive as well. And just to see Giving Tuesday, I think Giving Tuesday really brightens it all up because even seeing people, it's, fine, it's helping you find different ways to do, uh, to give. Right. Yeah. I
1: love and to it. remind you that that we're all in it together.
0: Yeah, we're all in it together. I love
1: it. We're all in it together. Yeah. Yeah. I read something that made me really sad, actually, which was that people are feeling almost like they miss the beginning of the pandemic. And the reason that they miss it is because they felt very connected to other people at that time. You remember Mm -hmm. the the beginning where we would clap for the medical workers at the end of their shift and uh, people were really reaching out to, to people who were, you know, in immediate danger or crisis. And 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 everybody just felt like we really all were in the same boat and and then and they missed that sense and i thought well, that's that's awful right that we that we needed that such a terrible thing to happen to make us feel connected to each other yeah. so my hope is that giving tuesday gives us an opportunity to feel that same thing without all the bad stuff around it
0: definitely yeah i love it uh, so if you're ready for the rapid fire round unless you have anything else to say then i'm ready no, I'm ready. Okay. What's the rapid fire round? So basically, I'll just ask you a few questions and you can answer with the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Okay. right. I'll uh, do fav- my best. <laughs> favorite food?
1: My favorite food is <laughs> my favorite food is pierogies. I know.
0: I, I like? I've never heard of that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a, so it's a, it's a Ukrainian and Polish food and I grew up with it because my grandmother was Polish. And, um, and pierogies are like pure comfort food. They're, they're the Polish and Ukrainian version of dumplings. Oh,
0: awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Favorite color. Absolute favorite. (laughs) Favorite color.
1: My favorite color is blue and I won't give you a tour around my house, but I, my, my whole color palette is blue. It's, It's everything is either gray or blue. My kids tell me I should really mix it up with other colors, but blue for some reason just makes me feel really calm. And shades of red make me feel a little bit more stressed out. And I don't know why.
0: Yeah, I love it. Uh, so favorite animal. Penguins. Penguins, nice one. Uh, favorite random act of kindness.
1: Food. <laughs> I really like when people, when people create food for each other, make food for each mm-hmm.
0: other. Yeah. Uh, favorite season winter. If you could have lunch with anyone in the world that are alive, who would it be?
1: It would be somebody from the Giving Tuesday world. I don't care about having lunch with famous people. It would be you, Sammy. <laughs>
0: Thank you. I love. We need to meet up someday. Okay. Yeah. We need Absolutely. to meet up. It's on, it's on my list. Yes. Good, good. So would you rather always be hot or always be cold? Cold. Mm-hmm. I
1: don't like dogs.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. And I feel like when you're cold, you can like bundle up and get warmer. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so if you could have anyone speak on Giving Tuesday, who would it be?
1: I know you're going to think I'm lying, but it really would be somebody from our network. There, Those leaders are the ones who are making the biggest difference in the world. And They may not be rich and famous or powerful by, you know, most people's definitions, but I find them absolutely inspiring. So I don't want to pick from among them, but it would, that's what, that's who it would be.
0: I love it. Yeah. So where could people find, people find you and Giving Tuesday on social media? Just GivingTuesday.org.
1: And that's just at GivingTuesday on every possible, every possible social media platform. So come find us and do something great on the day and every Tuesday.
0: Yeah, make sure to follow Gaming Tuesday. And for the last question to ask all my guests, what is something that makes you smile?
1: What is something that makes me smile? It makes me smile when people are optimistic. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's so much pessimism out there. It's, It's like it's all doom and gloom all the time. And yes, there are terrible things. But isn't it better to go out there every day and just really feel like you focus on the on the good? Yeah on the Definitely. potential for happiness and health.
0: Yeah, I love it. So thank you so, so much for being on this podcast. It's been an honor speaking to you and so much fun. We need to meet in person someday.
1: Thank you uh-huh. for having me, Sammy. I will say hi to the
0: team for you tonight. Thank you. Yes, please do. And for all the guests listening to this, I really hope this makes you smile as it does, as you can see uh, for me. And remember that you don't just have to an adult to make difference. You can be a kid too. I hope you have a great day. Bye.